Welcome back to another Youth Centered Podcast. Uh, this is the 11th one of 2019, and we're really excited. Uh, we have three guests here today. We have uh, two professionals at North Andover High School and a student. And we're talking about a, a pretty incredible program called the FOCUS program um, at North Andover High School. Um, I have a little history with the FOCUS program uh, many, many years ago when it first got started. Uh, which I'll be touching on the reasons on how it got started in some of the early years. And then we're going to turn it over to uh, Allison and Sarah, who are going to basically talk about what the FOCUS program is today. So I have uh, three guests with me today, um, two of the adjustment counselors from the high school, um, very involved up at the high school. We have uh, Allison Colarusso and Sarah Hickey. And then we also have a student today, very excited to have a student because you always want to hear the students' perspective on stuff and not just a bunch of adults talking. So, um, and that student today is uh, the amazing Christina Piot, who will be talking a little bit from that, that kid perspective on that. So before we get started, we'd like to kind of have our, our guest introduce themselves and Allison's gonna start us off. Who's Allison Colarusso? Hello everyone, I am Allison Colarusso and I wanna take this time to thank Rick for inviting us over to do a podcast. Um, I have joined the North Andover High School crew just two years ago um, after working seven years at Lawrence High School um, in a similar position as a school adjustment counselor. Um, before that, I worked for the Department of Youth Services in Lawrence, um, did a lot of work with uh, the youth there. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology from Merrimack College, and I have a master's degree in school adjustment and mental health counseling from Cambridge College, and I was extremely excited to come back and work with the community that uh, I grew up in and, and had a chance to um, give back to the town that gave so much to me. So I'm, I'm really excited to be back kind of where I started. Absolutely. And Sarah? Hi, my name is Sarah Hickey. I am also excited and thankful to be here. It's been uh, probably 15 years since I've spent some time in the youth center. Just like Allison, I grew up in North Andover and it's wonderful to come full circle. Um, I am also a dual certified school adjustment counselor and guidance counselor. I studied originally for undergrad at UMass Amherst for psychology and education, and I got my master's at Salem State University. This is my fourth year working in the FOCUS program, actually. My first two years, I was a teaching assistant and intern under Pete Concanon and Steve Nugent, um, who are the two greatest mentors anyone could ever ask for. And two years ago, I was hired as a full-time school adjustment counselor, so. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, both Allison and Sarah, I, I, I get old with all of these new uh, guests here who uh, I remember when they were just young people the same age as Christina. And uh, to see the professionals that they've be, become is uh, pretty impressive for me. So, so representing the student population at North Andover High School, we have Christina Piot. Christina, who are you? Hi, my name is Christina Piot. I'm a senior at North Andover High School. Um, I've utilized FOCUS all four years of my high school life and uh, with like Pete and Sarah and now with Sarah and Allison. It's great. Awesome. Well, thank you all for coming. Uh, just a, a little bit of a history before we uh, get to these three great guests. Um, FOCUS program was started, um, it's got to be in excess of 25 years now. Um, when I was uh, first starting here, um, we were working with a lot of different kids at the high school that weren't having some of the successes that we were hoping that they would have, uh, and we felt that they needed more support services. Um, so we started, which was a pilot program for one year, which was 
basically uh, Joe Hain was a special ed teacher, myself and a few other people. And we kind of had about 10 kids that we worked for and, and tried, to, tried to provide some support services to kind of help them, the kids get along a little bit better at the high school. Uh, because the pilot was a success, the school department said, we're going to dedicate some funding to this and make this happen. And uh, they made one of the most incredible hires that I've seen here in North Andover, and that was the hiring of Pecan Cannon, who uh, who had come to us as he was a adjustment counselor at a Haverhill Alternative School when we hired him. Uh, the school system hired him, and he then took this idea and just created it over the uh, the twenty five plus years. Uh, Pete just retired after two years. Um, and uh, two years ago, he retired. He just had a cr an incredible career and obviously a mentor to Sarah. And obviously, so many kids who have been in the program, hundreds over the years. Um, and I think Christina was one of those kids. So um, each year, Pete took it to a whole different level. Um, the cooking classes and, and all the different support services, the peer mediation that he provided. Uh, and I'm happy to say that the North End of the Public School System just really bought into the FOCUS program, supported it, and continued it. And I'll be honest with you, I was a little nervous with Pete retiring if they were going to continue the program. And um, not only have they continued the program, they, they brought on two outstanding young professionals in, in Sarah and Allison. So with that said, um, can you guys talk to me a little bit, Allison and Sarah, you know, what is, for someone who knows nothing about the FOCUS program, what is it um, and how does it actually operate Monday through Friday at the high school? So I'll, I'll start. Um, it's, it's funny because we had talked about what an average day looks like in FOCUS. It's really hard to say what that is because it's a little different each day depending on each individual student's needs. That being said, we do have a schedule just like other teachers and staff in the building. Um, we have two support classes which are similar to a academic support type environment but with a more social emotional focus. Um, so those are two blocks of the day and we'll talk a little bit about those in a bit. We also have our food service class which Rick mentioned. Um, it provides students with an opportunity to have some vocational experience and movement in their day. Um, there's so many kids now without you know specific trade oriented classes in the high school who benefit from that experience and don't have it. So they're able to come here and feel good about themselves. And the perk for us and many students like Christina is that our class creates and serves about 36 meals every single day, which students and staff can come up during the lunch block to purchase from us, ranging from steak and cheese subs, which Christina and I ate today, um, to calzones, all that kind of good stuff. Um, so those are our scheduled classes. In addition to those, we have probably one of my favorite parts of the day, which is our alternative lunch space, which is where students, staff, anyone can come and eat in a spot different than the cafeteria, where they'll see some familiar faces, they'll know that they'll have supportive peers and counselors to check in with. We have laptops, we can do a lot in that time frame that they wouldn't be able to access otherwise in the cafeteria. So that's our layout of our day, roughly. Yeah. So if you were to kind of ask around the school of if you, what it was at first was, oh, do you know where Pete's room is? <laughs> and so I got there and I was like, oh man, I gotta fill these huge shoes of this Pete guy. Like, what's going on? And and the and the word around was, well, do you know where Pete's room is? Do you know where Pete's room is? 
And I was like, okay, I could get with this. I know where Pete's room is. And then we were like, yeah, do you know where the focus room is? And then like after a while it started, do you know where the kitchen is? Um, so focus is kind of known around the school as Pete's room, the kitchens, um, and focus. So there's like a lot of different things that kids kind of utilize it for. Um, like Sarah said, there's no day is the same. Every day is different. Um, you know, kids come in for whatever, whatever reason it may be. They may have had a fight with their mom or they may just not feel like coming to school that day. And, and instead of not coming to school and instead of, um, you know, instead of staying at home in their room all day with nothing, they can come to school. They can talk to an adult. They can check in with what's going on. We can help them navigate and figure out, um, you know, you had a fight with your mom. Well, let's talk about it. Let's see what we can do. How can we repair those things? So it's a, it's a, opportunity and a, and a space for kids to decompress when when they need to um life is hard now I, it, it's sure. difficult it's hard for kids um there's lots of things that they're dealing with that that i know i never had to deal with um that that can get in the way of of education and, and sometimes is more important than education so having that space where kids can come um and kind of get that support and get the uh, get the opportunity to talk about those things that they may not have. Um, the, the one thing I love about the alternative lunch space um, is it's a quieter space. Um, the cafeteria, there's tons of kids in the cafeteria. Sarah and I joke all the time. We're like, yeah, we don't even want to go down to the cafe. It's so loud. It's crazy. We don't know where to get tacos. We don't know where to get salad. We have no idea. Um, so it's a, it's a smaller space. It's a more intimate space where you literally could be eating lunch with the star football player and the star person from the play. Um, there's there's no discrimination between who can come in and who can come out. Um, so I, I really enjoy that as a space where we can make it a safe space for kids who, who struggle with the bigger, more regular spaces in, in the high school. Absolutely. And it is amazing how many people find, and I, I think uh, it'll probably be two more years, they'll still be calling it Pete's room. Um, <laughs> and then it'll be Allison and, and Sarah's room, I'm sure. Um, I've sat on a lot of uh, committees at the high school and uh, the different versions, and it seems like we've had 10 different versions of the student assistance team, so I'm not actually even sure what it's called now. <laughs> but um, So I've heard in the meetings when we discuss cases and uh, you know a lot of referrals to the focus program, but you talked about the ability the kids to actually find the room. Uh, how is someone actually referred to the focus program? How does that actually work? So, like you said, Rick, we have had a lot of different acronyms over the year. Um, our program now at the high school level is called the SRA meeting, which is Student Requiring Assistance, and that is a bunch of educational stakeholders who show up, um, administrators, counselors, our school resource officer. We have a representative, representative from the youth center who comes along, um, and we get referrals from teachers, staff, um, parents about students who seem like they would benefit from a little bit of an additional intervention than they're getting at that moment in time. Um, that is most often how we meet the mo many of our kids, I would say. Um, normally one of the first lines of defense in that respect in terms of referral is let's hook them up with focus, see if they can benefit from having us in our, in our day. But another aspect of the focus program, which I like about it is that any student anytime has access to our program um, if it's something that they need. So we get most of our students from SRA, but anyone can walk into our room and say, here's what's going on, I need some help. And that 
that is what we do. We help kids who need it. And we get a lot of students come in with their friends because we'll have, you know, Christina, for example, who'll bring her friend and say, Miss Hickey, I need you to help my friend with something. Um, so kind of by word of mouth through both students and staff as well, I would say. Uh, we have kind of like a, a tiered system um, that, that starts with guidance. Um, you know, kids may, hopefully kids know who their guidance counselor are and that's kind of their first go-to person. Okay. Um, so you get to school and you're having a hard time, who's the first person you check in with? You go and you check in with your guidance counselor. Um, you know, now you're seeing your guidance counselor four or five times a week. Um, that's kind of where the guidance counselor might say, hey, let me introduce you to Sarah and Allison so that you can have the ability to, to check in with them. Um, whereas guidance, they're not always at, in their office or they may be in a meeting, they may have something. Sarah and I are usually always in our room, mm -hmm. um, so we're always available. So once they've kind of gone over using their guidance counselor, that kind of tier one support, and the guidance counselor says, let's, let's step this up to kind of tier two, they can introduce them to us, and it starts with, you have complete access. Go ask your teachers if you need to go. Then if we start seeing that becoming more and more, we may schedule them with us for a block to have us actually for um, a period throughout the day. Um, so we like to kind of leave it open at first to, to kind of give everybody an opportunity, but as we kind of feel things out and see how things go, we, we put in that extra support as, as needed. And the, the guidance counselors are phenomenal. We can't speak to what an incredible job they do day in and day out there. And I think we're, we both feel very lucky to work with each and every one of them um, in conjunction in supporting students because then students have places to go when they need help. And, you know, two heads are better than one always. And, you know, we have three with Allison and I and their primary guidance counselor. So um, they are a great tier one and we're happy to work with them day in and day out. Yeah, you, you touched on an area that I don't think gets enough credit and that's the guidance department at the high school, obviously Steve Nugent, who, man, I just keep thinking about how old I am. Steve Nugent was an intern when I first started here and he moved up to, uh, obviously now he's the director of guidance and his team is amazing. I've worked with each one of them. Uh, they really care about kids. They, they want to really find out the best course of action to help kids. Uh, and with you guys being adjustment counselors, that whole support team down there is amazing. With that said, um, what about the support from Principal Jackson and our assistant principals? Um, what's their uh, support for you guys in terms of focus? Outstanding. Oh, well, they are, they are on board. The thing that I love is, is uh, those guys are in and out of our room all day too. So it, it's not just a place where, where kids go. You'll see Mr. Jackson will come in and he'll come and he'll come have a conversation with the kids or um, Mr. Young will come and sit down and eat lunch with us. And Miss Randall, she always pops her head in and says hi. So I think that they, excuse me, I think that they, they definitely support us and, and um, not only support us in, in telling us that we, we do good work, but they do that good work too. And, and they're, it's not just, it's not just like the boss. He comes in and he's there, and, and, and they're all very supportive in that sense. Yeah. That's great. The administration, in addition to our school resource officer and you know our school nurses and a lot of that support team, our school psychologist, um, they, I think the part that makes our jobs easy, too, is that they are so helpful in working with us and working with families and connecting people to what they need and allowing us to make some of that stuff happen and taking lead on a lot of that for us so it, you know it's all about helping kids find their supports and what resources they need and that that takes a village sometimes so we're we're really lucky to be working in north andover with 
the coworkers that we have. Yeah, just I actually came from a meeting with Superintendent Gilligan, and uh, obviously we were talking about obvious services that we're actually involved with, and uh, it's 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 actually clear to me that uh, uh, Superintendent Gilligan is is all in on social emotional learning and programs like Focus. Uh, before we get to Christine, I had one more question for our coordinators. And, you know, I've seen uh, social and emotional, or actually call it social and emotional in the old days. We had different names for it. Um, but I've seen a lot of things that kids are dealing with that I actually saw about when I first came here in 1988. And then there was a many other things that, quite frankly, I never had to deal with when I was Christina's age or a high school kid's age. Um, and a lot of the things that are happening, it's, it's really tough being a kid in 2019. What are, um, without talking specific cases, what would be some of the, the social-emotional issues for high school kids that you guys see in the FOCUS program? I would say that our kind of newest issue that we're seeing a lot of more so frequently and then in recent, even my four years, and maybe you can speak, you have more years than me, um, but anxiety is becoming sure, much more prevalent very big in our, in our room specifically, I would say too. Christine's kind of shaking her head over there. Um, you know, it presents itself in a lot of different ways um, and we're seeing it day in and day out. Yeah, I, I definitely think anxiety is is a is a top three. Um, mm -hmm. I, w I would say things like anxiety, depression, mm -hmm. um, those are, are are things that we pretty much deal with on on a daily basis um, sure. over at the high school, trying to, to help navigate that. And and that comes in also looks all sorts of different ways. You know, um, some kids may may be hiding in the bathroom. Some kids may not be coming to school. Some kids may be only staying in one teacher's classroom throughout the day. So trying to kind of support those kids and figure out what they need in order to get them to have the best opportunity at the high school is, is kind of where we come into play. Um, really kind of meeting with them and figuring out what's going on to be able to say, hey, if during period three you're having a really hard time, Pop on, pop on into our room. Let's figure it out. Let's see what's happening. Let, let's talk about what's going on. Let's come up with a game plan, and let's either get you back to class or figure out what we need to do for the next steps. Um, so really just kind of working with the student to, to figure out what we can put in for them. That's great. Let's get to Christina, who's been sitting here very patiently. <laughs> Christina, I, I want you to talk a little bit about, and the reason why I wanted a student to come on is it's always, it's always good to hear from adults talk about their perspective of it, um, and I believe everything that Sarah and Allison have said, but take, take me in your world a little bit. Um, what's your perspective of FOCUS? I, I think you told me this is like your fourth year, third or fourth year involved with FOCUS. What's your take on FOCUS? Um, so I'm a senior at the high school, so this is my fourth year, um, like, going to Focus. Um, so Focus, to me, is, like, a place where everyone is welcome at North River High. So it's run by two amazing people, Allison and Miss Hickey, who are very welcoming to everyone. The energy in the room is just, like, always positive. Like, no one's, like, people may be sad, but, like, it's always, they always get cheered up and everything. Um, I'll even go and, like, rescue other kids. If I see kids in the bathroom, like, hiding, I'll... I'll go grab them and be like, hey, like, let's go to Focus. Like, let, like, come meet these people. And they always end up, like, so happy afterwards. Like, everyone can just be themselves and feel super comfortable in the environment. Um, it's a nice, quiet place you can go to when you're, like, stressed or just need a break instead of, like, walking the halls and being like, can I go to the bathroom and then not coming back for 30 minutes? Like, 
um, they go to focus and um, they can get you back into focus so you can get back to class and concentrate. Um, I was a BC average high school student when I started um, like freshman, sophomore year, and now I'm a straight A student and wow. focus definitely played a huge part in that. With many college acceptances and scholarships, yeah. I'll throw that in because she's Good for you, Christina. That's <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, if I'm having a really bad day, I know that I can go there and every single time I go in, I walk out with a smile from like everything, like the positivity in there. You can just go and let out your emotions and they're very trustworthy. Um, always talk to someone when, when you need to. They will, pull, they will stop whatever they're doing to go talk to you as long as it's not too serious. <laughs> um, also, like I have personally been in the focus class or I haven't been in the the actual support class mm -hmm. because I brought myself up and uh, yeah, um, they, they helped me a lot even outside of that class. Um, I took the business class with Pete and that was awesome. I learned so much that I never thought I would need to learn. Um, I won the what, what contest the was stock that? market game. The stock market game, yeah. and I also won another game where I got to sell slime around school and made some money off that. That was really cool. Um, so I took that class, and then I took the food service class, which was so much fun. Um, I met a great girl who I'm I still talk to now. She graduated last year. She was my partner because I didn't really know anyone in the class. And um, they basically, like, Alice and Masiki were like, okay, you guys can be partners. And we're still, like, great friends now today, and we hang out all the time. Um, yeah, I go to Focus all the time. Every day, at least, I think I check in, like, if that. Um, during lunch, I'll go eat lunch in there. Um, I have allergies, and I'm a wicked picky eater, like, mm -hmm. really bad. Um, so when they're serving lunch... Um, I can have them accommodate for what I need or want by telling them just like the day before or before they make it um, and like write it on the board. Unlike if I were to go down to the cafeteria and like look around and be like, I have no idea what I can eat right now. Like sure. it would be more of a complicated process to like have them read ingredients and everything. Um, but and also it's probably not as good as like, uh, pasta with meat sauce or lasagna <laughs> or buffalo chicken mac and cheese. Like what? Um I've been eating in focus throughout high school, like since my freshman year. But recently I actually had a concussion um, for a few months and the calf was way too loud for me. I could sure. not go in there, even like walk by. So I would just go up and eat my lunch in focus or whatever. So that Let me ask you something. You're a senior now. And by the way, congratulations. I didn't <laughs> know. Uh, so you, first of all, major improvement academically from when you first came there. And You've got real good options for college and, and some, some scholarships, which is awesome. In your words, how are you a different person now than you were when you first walked in the doors at Focus? I am definitely more mature. I used to um, just be like another kid on social media. Pete did a huge thing for me. Um, I would kind of just, you know, post anything online. That was a huge thing. Um, and he basically was like, you need to think of like what your grandmother like will think about this. Like he changed my perspective of so many things and so many topics that like now like when I post on social media, like I go through this whole list in my mind that I'm like, okay, Pete told me this. Like so many things. I'm so much more mature. Like I, I'm, I have so much more knowledge now. I just wouldn't, I don't think I would be sitting right here in this room right now if it weren't for focus and for Pete and Allison and Miss Hickey. Like, 
my life has changed dramatically for because of them like insane i want every single student to be able to go to focus and have this experience that i have if they are struggling i love like when my friends are struggling and i i'm like come on like let's go to focus and i love when they're open to it because like i'll be like yes you can like get help now too like it's just great let me ask you something you're, you're gonna be graduating in mm -hmm. june uh, you're gonna go to college um what put me 10 years from now what are you gonna be doing 10 years from now any ideas so i originally <laughs> when i was younger i was like oh i'll just be a dance teacher or because i danced um i never really thought that i would ever be a teacher because i hated school but now I want to be an art teacher, so I'm going to go into fine arts um, and get my bachelor's and hopefully my master's so I can be an art teacher. That's um, great. Yeah, and that She would... is an amazing artist. We started a, a um, wall of art in our focus room, and she has multiple things on our wall, and everyone will come in and go, oh, did Christina do that? Oh, did Christina do that? And they're just, she's, she's a great artist. We're, we're going to have to have you do something here. We have uh, <laughs> one of our resident artists who was involved with a number of the different programs at the high school, Emily, uh, Emily Karen. Karen. She, I know her. She is amazing. I and, think I uh, met her in Focus. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she was in Focus. <laughs> and um, We'll have you come down and do She's been doing some art projects here. We'll bring you on, too. Um, obviously, we could talk about this for hours, um, but we do have a few minutes left. I, um, Allison and Sarah, um, it's interesting the way Christina was talking about the food service program. So that was the first thing I'll never forget in the early 90s. Uh, Pete had a concept of, like, I want to cook for kids. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, most adults didn't get it. Like, you're going to do what? We, we have a cafeteria. They don't need to cook. And he talked about relationship building through food. And it was um, something that we all bought on. And it's taken on an unbelievable role. And it's such a mainstay of the focus program right now. But as you two continue to evolve and take Pete's program to a whole different level, what's the future hold for focus? So we still hold that um, worldview and theory that Pete was centered on, which is the life space counseling model. So we need to be in students' lives in multiple ways in order to have that impact on them. So, you know, day in and day out, we do the counseling, we do the mediations, the conflict resolutions, just like your model that I know you worked on with sure. Pete many years ago. You know, we can do all the academic recovery plans and transitions and crisis counseling, um, but we can do it so much better when we have relationships with students, which is what this is all about. So our, our most immediate future plans are working on transitions from the middle school. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, yeah. I think that um, I was kind of that person who came in and was like, what do you mean I'm going to be cooking as a school adjustment counselor? That's not what I did for seven years of my life. That's not even, you know, and, and Pete told me the story about why he was doing what he was doing, and, and I, I definitely jumped on, on board after that. You know, the life space counseling, and, and I know for me personally, building relationships and building rapport with kids is – for me, it's the only way to do it. Um, if, if you don't have that relationship with a, with a child, uh, you, you won't get very far with them. Um, they gotta, they have to trust you. They have to feel comfortable near you. They have to know that um, they can yell and swear and kick and scream, and an hour later, you'll still be back there to help them no matter what. Um, so I, I think that building that um, relationship is huge. Um, and I know that they just started the focus program down at the middle school, Correct. Um, which is awesome. And, and 
props to Laura Stevens, who's doing a great job over there. But we want to try to link up with her um, to make that transition from middle school to high school a, a little bit smoother. Um, the transition from middle school to high school is hard to begin with. Um, and, and, you know, adding all those new things that come with being in high school and, and the different things just changing from what happens in middle school to what happens in high school. So really putting a focus on connecting with Laura down at the middle school, um, maybe doing some visits down to the middle school, um, having some of those kids come and visit us before the school year starts um, to put a name to a face, to put a, a face to a room. Yeah, it's it's been pretty special. So Laura Stevens spent one year here as our support services coordinator after she had spent time working with Pete uh, with the focus program and then uh, the North End of a middle school stole her from me and uh, <laughs> she has actually the adjustment counselor at the middle school now and basically running the North End of a middle school focus program and she's going to be working very closely with you guys um, to kind of bridge that a little bit of giving kids some experiences down there so it'll be a smoother transition um, to to the high school. Sarah? Yeah and she is already doing I mean I can't speak any more highly about her than I do every day. Um, but she's already done a phenomenal job of, you know, bridging our connection because we share a lot of families at the high school and middle school level. So um, figuring out how to best support those families at all levels. But, you know, the, the middle school guidance counselors are great. We met with them on our last professional development day. Um, so it seems like we all kind of have the same focus as guidance district-wide about easing those transitions so when students do make it up to us hopefully we can take away some of that uneasiness that they have and get them focused yeah it's awesome we're kind of running out of time right now but we go to what's called the final word and uh we're going to start with christina christina for our listeners which could be everything from high school kids to parents to professionals in town uh, we only have a couple minutes left but let's start with you what would you like these people to know in your final word um focus and the people in focus and the allison and miss hickey and pete too have been a huge puzzle piece in my big life puzzle um pete truly made a huge impact on me and so do these two huge props to allison because when she first came here i was set on no pete's leaving mm -hmm. i was she hated so me sad. <laughs> i hated her i was so mad i never talked to her i didn't want to and she gained my trust wicked fast and now we have an incredible bond so huge props to you i also know laura stevens she was kind of the miss hickey um one year when miss hickey went off and um she gained my trust really fast too so i she was also a huge impact on my life. Um, I think everyone should utilize focus um, and go there. Even if you're not having any issues, it's a super positive place to go. You really can be anywhere in your life and make great friends up there. It's just, it's great. That's great. <laughs> Sarah, what would you like to say to our listeners in your final word? Um, I think I would just like, you know, our students, our parents, our community to know that we have so many supports out there and we are willing to work with students and families. Um, Al kind of says it best. She tells kids when they come in for the first time, you know, we'll help you with anything. You have a hole in your sock to the big, big, big stuff. We want to help. Um, that's what we do. That's what we love doing. We love working with our, our students and our staff. And like we kind of touched on, we're so lucky to work in this community with such supportive administration and district wide. So, 
we just we love what we do and we're so thankful for everyone who helps us do it and who allows us to do it and you know if someone is needs an additional layer of support please come find us that's what we love to do and Allison your final word my final word to the kids is never never eat lunch in the bathroom please <laughs> never eat lunch in the bathroom one time come and see us come hang out with us we will take care of you we will help you to the parents in the community, your kids do not have to do this alone. We are here. We are there to help you. Uh, we want to help you. We want to support you guys. Um, and, and any feedback and anything we can do to help your child or your family, please reach out to us, reach out to the school, reach out to the youth center. Let us know what we can do. It's, uh, it's interesting, you know, listening to you guys with so much passion you have for this. And uh, Christina, you are an incredible young lady. Um, I'm going to cry. I'm hoping that Pete Kincannon listens to this because this is actually a tribute also to him. Uh, we talk about leaving legacies and uh, his legacy that he has left here at North Andover High School with the Focus Program will never be forgotten. I'm not sure it'll always be known as Pete's room uh, to the future generations, <laughs> but so. um, obviously he's done an incredible job. And kudos to the North End of Public School System, which, you know, bought into this uh, many, many years ago and continues to support these type of programs. Sarah wants to say something. I just have to say it one more time. I Like Christina said in regards to us, I truly do not know who or where I would be without Pete Concannon and Steve Nugent. They are just... Godsend. Steve truly. Nugent is my guidance counselor too, so I'm extra with that one. So. Two, yes. two <laughs> I got everything. Guys. I had to throw that one in. So. <laughs> well, I want to thank you, uh, all three of you, for coming on. Allison and Sarah, you guys are amazing. Keep doing all the great work you're doing up at the high school. Um, to see you two grow into the young women that you are, uh, from my eyes, is, is very impressive. And, uh, you know, I've, I've known of Christina, but sitting and talking to you here the last hour, um, you have a great future ahead of you. I hope you take all these lessons that you've learned and, and keep going on. And if anything, you're one of the biggest marketers for the Focus Program. I'd actually <laughs> put you on TV every day to talk about the Focus <laughs> Program. But um, so thank you all three of you to coming on the podcast. Uh, this wraps up this week's podcast. Um, want to thank everybody for the great feedback we're getting. Um, we just got some strong feedback from our, our most recent ones with Rick Green and Terry Holland on the NA Recreation Complex. Uh, our next two uh, podcasts, we have Denise Casey, the assistant town manager, coming in in preparation for our job fair. Uh, she will be doing a thing on Teenagers Guide to Employment, which is going to be great. And then the following week, uh, Peter Breen is going to come in uh, to give people a historical perspective of how we actually built the youth center from 1993 to it opened in 2000. So those are some of our upcoming podcasts. Uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, 